my crafty friends and welcome to ACB Crafters, where we learn and teach each other in order to make crafting accessible to the blind and visually impaired. We hope you enjoy this episode. All right, everybody. Um, today we are doing texturing and painting with Kat. And I'm kind of just gonna let her take it away. Um, just a couple things, Nat just said, let you know how to do everything. Um, we're gonna allow you guys to stay unmuted as long as you have um, no background noise. If she, hears, if she hears that, then she'll go ahead and mute you. Um, I don't want you guys to have to be touching your computers and phones a whole lot since you may have paint on your hands. So just try to keep that in mind if you're unmuted. And then go ahead, Pat. It's all you. Okay, well, good afternoon, everybody. Wow, this is awesome. I'm excited. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm, I'm excited. excited um, I am a very, very flexible teacher, artist person. Uh, I'll tell a little bit about myself real quick. Uh, I am 61. I'm a retired preschool uh, teacher. I also, um, I got my degree in psychology and art uh, education so I had quite a few years of doing some teaching and uh, but my favorite job was working in daycare with uh, preschool um, we moved to Wyoming that's where we lived for 16 years and then we moved here to Florida where it was warmer and my husband just passed away about a year and a half ago and uh, I just love these calls I have just uh, really enjoyed all the different topics that they have and I was so excited to see uh, crafts get started because uh, I am a visually impaired person I do have some some vision in my left eye uh, last year I lost almost all of it though because of a detached retina but it was repairable so I was thankful for that but I've always had a heart to work with blind and visually impaired people with art because I feel like there's got to be something out there that if people are interested in this kind of thing there's got to be something that they can do and I just um, I just think it's great uh, whether it be sculpture whether it be painting whether it be knitting crochet I don't care as long as <laughs> long as people are trying to stretch their minds and uh, just have a hobby like this and uh, I've I've loved art ever since I was little uh, and I could color or draw or whatever and um, so what we're going to do today uh, first off I'll describe a picture that I made uh, I went to a art um, workshop week-long thing years ago in Cal uh, Carmel California and had a blast and it was all for women and it was so much fun but we did one workshop was uh, texture paintings and the one that I have here in front of me uh, is mostly all sand color because we were there at the beach and I had the beach on my mind it's got some blue in it but uh it's real rough um it feels like uh sand i think i did put a little bit of sand in it 
but it's got like a penny on it uh, embedded in the um, paint and the um, texture product that I used. There's a necklace with beads on it. Uh, there's a piece of glass. There's some um, pictures out of magazines and some shells and just different things. And there are places that are real lumpy, um, real rough. So that's kind of what we're going to do today. Um, I don't know what everybody brought as far as found objects. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I have in my little container here, I have some torn paper, uh, like your scrapbook paper. Uh, let's see, I have uh, a little bag of these wooden things that come on the back of a painting uh, canvas. I never use those things, so I figured, well, I could put them down in the paint. Uh, let's see, I have buttons. I always have lots of buttons because I make cards. Uh, I have some string. So that's some of the found objects um, that I have in my container. Now, uh, does anybody want to share any uh, what they brought for found objects? Kayla, I can do it. Um, so okay. I um, also, I grabbed some buttons and I just grabbed some random stuff off my craft desk. I have some like really thin jute, um, uh -huh. a crocheted flower, a little crocheted heart, because I crochet, <laughs> so I'm like, well, that's me. Um, I have a okay. butterfly that I made out of, um, what are they called, the beads you melt? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I have a butterfly that's kind of big size and that's just been sitting there. I haven't done anything with. I have these itty-bitty tiny clothespins. Uh, like, they're, they look like... Um, they look like uh, what you hold, like the the clothes hangers, you know, the little wood clothes hangers that you, yeah. but they're like miniature. They're like a half inch tall. I found them at the dollar store okay. a while ago and bought them because they were cute, but never did anything with them. And then I have like some beads or some buttons that look like clock pieces. They look like just gears almost. Oh, wow. So I just went through and grabbed a little bit of everything that I found that I'm like, oh, I don't know. How about this? So. Well, that's neat. Anybody else? I mean, this could, you know, your mind, your, your sky's the limit with this kind of stuff. Um, paper, uh, pictures of stuff out of magazines. Uh, I even brought in some real flowers, but I don't know. I thought about spraying them with some kind of um, protector. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to go there today. But <laughs> anyway, um, I also have, I found it on my, in my other painting stuff. It's called Modeling Paste. Uh, I don't know what anybody brought um 
I hope it's not dried up. I'm bad about keeping stuff for so long that, well, you know how it goes. I have the same um, problem. <laughs> no, no, it's still good, looks like. Uh, anyway, hang on a second. I dropped something on the floor. My dog will get it if I don't get it. Oh, well, I can't find it. No big deal. If he chews it up, oh, well. Okay. Uh, if you have your 11 by 14 canvas board in front of you, I have mine uh, going in the um, portrait. Uh, where it's, you know, from top to bottom, it's, it's the short sides are on the top and bottom and the long sides are on the, on the sides. Or you can turn it and have it what we call landscape. And so you can go that direction. It doesn't really matter ever how you want to do it. Hang on just one second. Oh, I did find that thing, and it was beads, and I'm glad I found it, because he would have chewed it up. <laughs> no, not nothing good later. Okay. Uh-uh, yeah, well. Does anybody have questions so far? You could just say your name and... I don't want I think you've done a pretty good explaining so far. <laughs> no, don't be shy. I don't want... I don't want anybody to be scared. There's no right or wrong answer on these kind of things. So, okay, the first thing I'm going to do, I picked out a blue paint to start off with. But you can choose whatever color you want. And I'm going to just go ahead and put some on my canvas up in the upper left-hand corner. I'm just going to kind of let it... Well, like, hmm. maybe like a dime size, a quarter size? Does it really matter? Probably about a quarter size. I put two blocks, two... two kind of medium-sized blobs, and I'm going to put two more down in the bottom right-hand corner. I'm really excited. It's been a long time since I've painted. I've been really looking oh, oh, to I was going while y'all are doing that, I'm going to talk a little bit about acrylic paint. Uh, I forgot to do that. Um, acrylic paints are really neat. I learned to use them when I was in college, mostly. I didn't have much opportunity to do them when I was in high school. But I took a lot of classes, being an art major, um, that I had to use the acrylics. Uh, they are a paint that is a plastic base. Uh, if you'll notice, if you've ever worked with them, they when they harden, 
it is plastic. So uh, a lot of times when you put them on your on a um, surface, they dry really fast um, if you don't keep them wet. <clears throat> now what I'm doing right now in that paint, I took some of this thickener. Just about a, I have a little plastic fork here that I'm using just to kind of mix it up. A lot of times I do stuff with my hands, but I don't have any gloves today, so I'm not in the mood to be a blue smurf, so. <laughs> so the thickener um, helps it have more texture. What's that? So does the thickener help it have more texture as well? Yes, it does. Because it depends on what you're putting it on with. Like I put it on with that plastic. Uh, it was one of those things that's a cross between a fork and a spoon. And it, it made a lot of texture in it. So about how much gets, thickener do you add to it? Is there a ever how much you want depends okay. depends on mine feels once I put it with the paint it feels about like cake frosting if that's any help uh Pat uh-huh it's Janice here thank you for doing this I thank do have you. a quick question um go for it girl Instead of using my fingers, can I use like a um, a um, makeup um, wedge? You know those little spongy-like things. Oh yeah, you... that's a good and idea. I get a bag. I get a bag full of those. Use them for eight different colors, I guess, and throw them in the trash if I or I don't know. Right. Those okay. are good. I I like those um, sponge brushes that you can buy in the paint department or wherever they sell them at the Dollar Tree. And they come in different widths. Those are great for this kind of stuff. And once you use it enough and it starts tearing apart, all you have to do is throw it away. Mm -hmm. Now I couldn't find the uh, Liquitex um, thick medium. I couldn't find that. so. Is that something that I need to add to my paints to make them thicker or not? I just can I just use the paints themselves, the acrylic if paints? If you don't have it, if you don't have it today, you don't have to have it. Just make your paint kind of thick, where when you push your um, found object down in there, it'll have something to grab onto. Because mm -hmm. if it's too thin, it won't adhere to it. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing you can also use um, if you if you had some would be like a little bit of Mod Podge. That's usually a pretty good adhesive. How about glue? <laughs> can I make yeah, glue, glue in my face? Glue works too. <laughs> like I have glue right here. <laughs> I guess I'm going to find out because I'm going to try it. There you go. Okay, so now I have two spaces. One in the upper left-hand corner and one down in the right-hand corner of my blue paint mixed with my um, 
what do you call it, um, modeling paste. So now I'm going to look in my little handy-dandy stuff here and see what found object I want to put in some of that paint. Now, I found a button that has some very interesting texture on the outside, and it's flat. So I'm going to mash it in there and see what it does. Has anyone else had any experiences with painting? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah? <clears throat> yeah, my husband and I did a, um, you know, one of those sip and paint things. So if we just oh, didn't do I've one. always wanted to do one of those. Yeah, we, we didn't do the sip part, but they came to our apartment um, and taught everybody where we live to do it. Um, and we, we did a picture of a guitar. Um, oh, how cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we used to have a person who came here to teach us to paint on a regular basis, but um, he moved or something, so we don't have that source anymore. But, um, and of course, right now, we're really not getting together to do anything. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we get the opportunity to do stuff like that sometimes. And that's a lot of fun. Okay. Yo, I'm back. I am so sorry about that. And Kayla, if you need me, um, she made me the host when she left. Cool. I, thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. Anyway, I mashed this button into the paint, and it made a real cool design. But I think I'm going to turn it over and just leave the button attached in the paint. We're going to put some more paint on here in a minute. Now, did anybody bring sand? No, but I wish I would have now. Well, I'll do that on the next one. I was going to say, you can always do this again later. <laughs> yeah, I got a six pack of uh, canvas. I plan on doing it again. Yay. Now, I just noticed my paints, uh, my my buttons have those little things on the back of them where you sew them on your clothes. I have a little tool that I have to clip those off with because otherwise they won't lay down. Unless I really get thick paint. Well, sand... Uh, I found a, a little bag of sand. I have all kind of craft stuff here because sometimes kids come to my house and we do art projects. But I'm going to try some sand in paint and see how that goes. So would so you recommend mixing the sand directly into your paint? Or are you... How do you do that? Uh, that's what I was going to try to do. I was going to put a little bit of paint on my canvas and then just stir the uh, sand into it. Mm. 
Now, another thing that somebody did for kids, they put grits in their paint, and it made it really rough. Now, when you're using acrylic paints, as I said, they they dry fast unless they're thick. So, if you get in a real big hurry, um, you can always use your blow dryer to speed it up. But I don't always do that, so. Okay, now I'm putting some paint in the middle of my canvas. This paint is a little bit thinner than what I had before. Seems like it's a little runnier. So I'm going to put some sand in it. Ooh! Oh, boy! Boy, did I get the sand. <laughs> Look, I'm going to have a sand pile here. Yeah, pretend you're at the beach. Yeah, well, I live in Pensacola, so I guess that's okay. <laughs> okay, stir this up. It definitely makes that scratchy sound. I'm stirring it up with my plastic fork. Listen. And you're doing that directly on the canvas? Uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just trying I've to... i a couple of buttons in, on mine and a lot of paint yeah, on my hands. <laughs> yeah, I got, got some paint on my hands, too. <laughs> That's half the fun for me, though. I'm getting messy. Mm-hmm. Anybody have any idea how many people we have here today? I think there's about 15 or so last time I looked, but I'm not sure if anyone else has come in. Oh, okay. So I think Just it's about curious. that. I think I heard at least one more person come in. Now, even with no, there the are 15. Sand, it's 15. Okay. I have sand and I have the blue paint, a little bit darker blue paint mixed in with it than what I had before. I don't like the thickness of it, so I'm going to add a little bit of this um, modeling paste again. Could you use like finger paint and do this as well? Because finger paint tends to be a little thicker to me. Or is it the wrong type of paint? Well, I guess you could try it. I just never have seemed to think that uh, finger paint was very thick. Okay.
Now, what I was thinking, um, maybe not on this painting, but on another one, if you had string or yarn, uh, what you could do is cover your canvas with, you know, one or two colors and then do the string. Um, a lot of people dip string in um, glue and then just lay it down into the paint. And that would make, um, that would make, you know, for texture, if you want to do like shapes, flowers, whatever, or just uh, abstract type. Now what's going on here with mine, some of this paint uh, splattered off to the side, but I kind of like that. And it also, some of the sand got mixed into the edge of the other paint, but that's okay. What kind of brushes are you using? Right now, I haven't used the brush. The only thing I've used was a plastic, one of those forks, forks that's the spoon and fork thing mixed together. It's good at a restaurant. <laughs> Very creative. Honest, I well, I didn't really want to get sand in my paintbrushes, to tell you the honest truth. But, uh, as I suggested earlier, what would be uh, good is to use um, those um, foam brushes. on it. Way darker purple than I was expecting it to be. I can see it very well though on the white. <laughs> it's that dark purple. Hopefully it was purple and not black. My son just snuck in and told me it was purple. So we're doing good. Have I been muted? I think you might have been. I'm sorry. Um, I'm I sorry. I didn't, I didn't mute anybody, so I don't know what happened. <clears throat> well, I accidentally hit it, I guess, with my hand. Um, anyway, I was saying that I'm going to put some paint in the upper right-hand corner and some down in the bottom left-hand corner. Yeah, I was just talking away and I looked over there and it was. <laughs> I thought you were just oh, concentrating. Oh. Well, trying to. 
<laughs> I thought she went to a crafty coma. <laughs> I, I, am I am having fun. That is the fact. I am too. I got my crocheted flower on my canvas. Oh, good. It seems to be staying pretty well. My dogs like to come in the art room with me. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't B-A-R-K-E-D yet. <laughs> Good thing they can't spell. Oh, I think they probably can. <laughs> Now, I'm spreading this paint that I just put on here. I'm spreading it out to kind of fill in that space that didn't have paint on it before. And some of my um, sand got in it, but that's all right. Um, I got a question. Go ahead. Who, who are we? Oh, speaking, please. This is Sarah. Sarah from hey, Missouri. Sarah. Hi. Um, oh. Have you ever tried putting like um, acorns and things like that? Um, I just think acorns are so cool, but and I've got a yard full of them, and I thought that would be neat. But I, I don't. Have you ever tried something like that? Yes. Um, you you have to use either really really thick paint to hold them on, or some kind of adhesive. Probably those glue dots would be a good thing for those kind of things because they're so round. Yeah. Uh, it would be hard to get them to lay down, you know, to stay on the. Depending on what you put them on, but no, I love acorns too. I have a whole bunch of them in my yard too, and oh, cool. I think they're neat. I'm going to try something. Oh, thanks. And leaves. And then once you get through with it, um, I suggest spraying it with some of that Krylon um, clear adhesive. Uh, clear, um, oh, not mm. adhesive. Clear coat type stuff to protect it. I don't, I don't know if any of y'all um, were around a year or two ago. Um, they got into a big craze of painting rocks, and mm. that was real popular here in Pensacola. And people would paint them every kind of, they'd paint animals, they'd paint everything on them. And then they would take them and hide them somewhere, put them out like at a public park or somewhere. And people would find them, and they'd post it on Facebook, <laughs> and then... Um, after they posted it, if people, you know, found the, the the rock, they would go back and hide it somewhere else. Oh, that sounds like fun. Um, my kids' it, school a couple years ago did rock painting. They remodeled and in the sitting area in between the benches where it used to just be little tiny pebbles. 
Uh -huh. They had all the kids and parents at an event come and we all painted rocks and then after they dried, they put them all in that area. So it was pretty cool. Neat. Neat. Well, my sister and I, were, we, they had some classes you could go to and sit with other people and do it and it was fun. Now, what I'm doing right now, I got the tips of my fork, my little plastic fork, and I'm just kind of mashing it into the paint just on the tip ends of it where it makes little holes. I don't know why I'm doing that, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> just for the fun of it. Just because I can. I think I'm going to have to wait on my buttons because I'm going to have to snap those. I have those little sharp scissor-like things that you take the backs of them off. So Now, I've got my piece of string. It's like a jute-type string. And I'm just laying it into the paint at random and I'm just, I'm holding it down with my fingers as I press it into the paint. Um, right now it looks kind of like a backwards S. I'm not trying to do any specific shape. Now, I don't know if any of you have worked with watercolors. Um, they're fun too, but they are a whole different ball game. You can't really get texture with them. Um, that's why I like acrylics, because you can do so much with them. We have a, a place here in town called Independence for the Blind, and they um, train people uh, mobility and uh, cooking and all that kind of stuff. And it's a day program, but nobody stays overnight. But um, I went in and worked with the teenagers and we did some artwork, art stuff, and they really enjoyed that a lot. They made a design for a t-shirt, and then they helped them put the transfer on their t-shirt. Oh, how cool. It was cool. That's the type of center I used to volunteer at, what was like a day program type place. Um, I really enjoyed it. I miss it. I miss my people. But now I got yeah. new people. I got you guys. Boy, did you get a load of us too. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, I, well, I went to college in South Carolina, and um, there was a place there called the Commission for the Blind. And there was a woman that worked there, and she taught 
their students, uh, they did math, like ceramic math. They made pottery. Um, they made all sorts of things. They really had a neat art program at that place. Now what I'm doing, uh, I've already got my string on there, and I'm just letting it lay on the paint. I mashed it down into the paint, so I'm letting it just lay there. I have these little wood tips that I got from behind uh, the uh, another canvas that I had bought, and I don't use them to put on my can the back of my canvases, so I'm just going to put some of them into the paint. And they're kind of a, the shape of them is a rectangle. And one end has a, it looks like the end has been cut off. It's got a sharp point on it. Pat, this is Valerie. Uh-huh. Um, hey, so Valerie. I was, hello. I don't think I've met you before, um, but nice to meet you um and i was in you too i was an art major in college as well i'm totally blind um uh -huh. so it was kind of interesting to be the only art major at my school that uh was blind um right. and so uh, i took a painting class at one point and it was really fun but this is the first time that i'll get to use an actual canvas because we tried a different uh format we did use acrylic paint but um, it was on a metal sheet where I drew in my, my design and then went over mm -hmm. the lines with puffy paint and to make it stand out. I was out. going to suggest puffy paint. I had forgot about it till last night. So you did the lines in the puffy paint and then you painted inside the lines? Yeah, sometimes uh, inside or over because uh, sometimes the puffy paint wasn't the color we needed. Um, right. We had a couple of different colors. But um, so my my painting was of a sailboat on um, waves, and um, one thing that I did use I didn't use like just sand by itself. Um, I got jars of pumice gel, so um, there were different granularities in the pumice gel. Some of them were rougher sand than than others. Um, oh yeah. So I think I have like three different kinds of pumice gel in my. Uh, Supplies. Oh, I had never thought about that stuff. Um, and I think it does well, make it thicker too. Well, I sure will give it a try. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. These little wood pieces that I had off of the other canvas, they're laying into the paint really well. I'm mashing them down really hard. The reason I suggested this canvas board uh, instead of just the stretched canvas, uh, canvas board holds this thicker paint easier uh, than the um, canvas that's stretched. That canvas, the canvas that's stretched, it has a tendency to get little, little, I won't say bumps, little indentions that's the word i was looking for um into it if you put stuff that's too heavy on it 
So, yeah, of course, it depends on what, what grade of canvas you're using. But Now, my fingers are just thoroughly covered with paint. So <laughs> Me <course> too. <laughs> my paint is getting on these little wood chips, but that's okay. That makes them look kind of cool. Has everybody coming along? Anybody want to tell about what they're doing? I'd love to hear. So um, this is Kayla. I kind of took, um, I used a paintbrush at first, and I made a background. So on the top left and bottom right corners, I did light blue. And then I did a darker blue and then a dark purple in the center. And then I um, started using more thicker paint. So like, I used some orange and I put it on both sides of the button, not at first on purpose, just because it was all over my hands. So I just started randomly putting different colors with buttons um, all around it. And in the center, I have a white crocheted flower. And then on, above that, like almost touching the flower, I have the, the butterfly I told you that I made, but I didn't know what else I was going to oh. do with. And so nice. now I'm just taking little buttons of different sizes and just taking random paint because I mixed up all my paint on accident because I started setting it down in the wrong place. So I haven't yet yeah. labeled them. Do you have? Do you typically label? You do you have enough sight? You can tell the different colors of your paint. I'm maybe or. Yeah, uh, most of the time, um, most of the time the color on the tube is right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the picture or the, the you know, the color of the uh, piece yeah. of paper that's around the tube. But um, sometimes it's a little off. Yeah, I was going to put Braille on mine, and then I thought, well, I ran out of time for one. But, um, but then I'm like, I don't know how good that's going to work after I get paint on my hand. <laughs> so then I just laid them out on the table in rainbow order. <laughs> Another thing I found, too, is some modeling clay. Uh, now, this is child uh, kids modeling clay. So that's, I didn't open it. I don't know how it would work. But there is that air dry clay that they sell, like at Hobby Lobby and Michaels and places like that. And for extra texture, too, you could always try putting a little bit on a heavy-duty canvas like this and uh, really getting some texture going on with, with a little bit of clay. That's a good idea. I like that. That sounds like fun. Pat, can you talk um, about, like, how you mix paints and what colors you can make by mixing some of the paints to make a color maybe that someone doesn't have? I've forgotten uh, some of yeah. that context. Okay. Okay. Um, your basic colors are yellow, um, blue, no, not blue. Yeah, blue, yellow, blue, and red, correct? Yeah. If you mix yellow and um, blue, you get a green. If you mix um, red and blue, you get purple. Brown is pretty much just a dark blue, 
and red if you really want a yucky brown. <laughs> um, let's see. Yellow and blue make green. And then if you add a little bit of more <clears throat> yellow, that helps uh, bring it into more of a yellowish green for like light colored leaves or, or whatever. On my canvas, what I did, um, it seemed like that t the uh, modeling paste made my paint a little bit lighter because it was white. So anytime you add white to colors, you know, that's going to lighten them up. Uh, but this made a light blue, and then I had a dark blue in the middle, a darker blue, and then I had kind of a purple lavender um, in each, the upper right corner and the bottom left corner. Did that help? Yeah, that was great. Thank you. I get kind of funny when I get started talking about mixing colors because sometimes I just, it's such a natural thing to do it. I just don't really think about it sometimes. Um, doesn't a combo of black and white make gray as well, I think? Yes, it does. Um, yes, okay. It does. I think and you you uh, add more than more of one or the other to get a lighter or darker shade of the color. I right. haven't done it add in a couple more, of years. Add more. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to keep buttoning on you. No, 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 you're fine, you're fine. Add more white to get it lighter, and add more black to get it darker. I'm just kind of letting mine sit here for it now to kind of dry a little bit. Did anybody else bring any other type of found objects I'd like to hear about? Or have ideas for found objects. Okay. Well, let's hear them. I like the idea of using the stuff from nature, like you said, the leaves and the flowers and stuff like that. That sounds like it would turn out really pretty. Um, especially like if you went on vacation somewhere, I think it'd be mm -hmm. really fun to just pick up some stuff from around wherever you're going and kind of make like a memory board type thing. Right. That yeah. Like it'd be really cool to do. Well, that's yeah. kind of what I did with that one from California. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. That's why I kind of mm -hmm. got the idea. <laughs> like, I do have some sand and seashells from last time we went to California, so maybe I'll have to do one with that kind of stuff. Mm, yeah, that'd be pretty. You can also add foil shapes. Oh, that would be cool. When um, you mean foil, just like out of tin foil, or yeah. So I, I have, I can send. I don't know how to get this to everyone, but I have a document that has uh, ways to make sculptures out of tin foil. Um, and they had a couple of different things like roses and spiders and, uh, you know, things like that, um, which was kind of interesting. I haven't tried them myself yet, but um, the there's a tactile art club that meets on uh, one Tuesday a month. It's usually like 
either the second to last or the last Tuesday of the month. Um, and they always do an art project. And so one of them that they did, I think in June or July, no, it was June, um, they made tinfoil sculptures. So I'm thinking if you kind of make it more two-dimensional to um, add to a canvas, it might work that way. Oh, yeah, because <clears throat> you could always leave your canvas board flat and stand the um, the two-dimensional, three-dimensional objects up on, you know, you could glue them to the canvas and they could stand up or whatever. Yeah. Do we have any men in this class? Do we have any what? Do we have any male people in this class? Oh, wow. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. Well, guys can do art too. I know when I did the origami, there was a couple that came in and did that. The, but um, we don't have a whole lot of males in the group. There's a couple, but maybe they were more interested in woodworking and stuff like that. I don't know. Well, maybe. Their loss. Just joking. <laughs> I basically used these little buttons and put little polka dots all over it. it. I think it's turning out pretty good. Sometimes on some of my cards, I use buttons to make I put, you know, buttons in a group and make like a little flower with them. Oh, that's a cute idea. I love I buttons. A... You can't ever have too many buttons. No, I agree. But, you know, that's what we agree. I, um... I have those ones that are circled and they look like gears I was telling you about on the outside mm -hmm. edge. So I put some orange on that one and put it up in the top um, corner as kind of like a sun, maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, forgot about that. I'm not sure how well that turned out, or we'll have to see once my family sees it, see what they say. They're the true judges. Try the air dry clay and see. I'm curious to see how the air dry clay uh, works with the canvas. Or if you have to glue it on later and then paint over and around it. Um, but I have a bunch of different buttons that are shaped like roses and things. So then I can like stamp the button into the clay and get little flower shapes on the clay. Itself. Oh, that'd be really pretty. Oh, I believe if you were going to put the clay directly onto the canvas, you would have to use some kind of adhesive probably mm -hmm. to make it stay um uh if it was if it was put on there wet i don't know it just has to be something you'd have to experiment with but i would think maybe like some mod podge 
uh, all over the canvas and then lay your, um, what do you call it, your um, clay down on top of it. Uh-huh. But there's all kinds of adhesives, uh, spray adhesives, and, of course, like I said, the little glue dots. Um, they're great for buttons. They're good for um, little small things, especially when you're making cards and stuff. I, I think it would be really, I think it'd be cool to take the air dried clay and make a border around the outside edge of your um like a frame basically and then take mm -hmm. your flower buttons and impress them along mm -hmm. there every inch or so that would be a really cute uh pretty border for something. Um, oh yeah, you could do the you could use the buttons, you could do uh something else you could do with shells. Um, make an imprint of the shell. There's so just how so often, much. How often do you get to paint, Pat? Do you paint often? Well, or? my art room is right in my house, so all I have to do is walk a few steps and I'm in my art room. It's just sometimes getting here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Because housework, my, you know. My art room is our garage, which is good about six months out of the year. Well, more like eight, but not this month. No, it's way too hot out there to even, mm -hmm. even with fans. It's like 96 degrees in there right now. Well, we'll have to talk later sometime about my daughter Katrina and see if we can figure out how close she is to you. Yeah, for sure. That would be cool. She's lived in Mesa several years, and I still haven't been able to get out there to see her. Okay, how's everybody coming? I think mine is pretty close to done. My stuff is still pretty sticky, so I don't think I'm yeah. going to try to do anything else with it right now. Um, I got the little, let's see, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of those little wooden things, and they're staying in the paint pretty good, so I don't think they're going to be moving. <laughs> and I may go back and paint them. I don't know. I might just leave them the natural wood color, so we'll see. But it's rough. It's got some little... It's uh with that uh sand it's got a real rough texture to it. Yeah, mine's pretty wet still, so I think mine's gonna need to dry a while before uh we do it before I move it or anything. But it's quite colorful. I can tell there's lots of different colors. I have a hard time telling the colors apart, but I can tell there's darker and lighter spots on it and stuff like that. That's good. Yeah. Well, how about uh, those of you that don't see, um, do you, did you enjoy this or is it, is it a way I could change this to make it uh, more fun or helpful or? 
have a quiet crowd today. I would say this has been nice. I've enjoyed it. Well, I just want I just want people to understand that art is an individual thing, and I didn't want people to come in here all nervous and worried about oh, well, I can't see, so I can't paint, and you know, uh, I did one painting for a friend of mine, and what I did was I used heavy, um, I painted the background, but I used heavy um, paper, and it was of a, a sailboat, and a sun, and because that's what they wanted was bright colors, because they had a little bit of vision, mm-hmm. and so that was a lot of fun. Um, I cut the, you know, the pieces out, um, and the way I fixed them on the canvas, the person could feel, you know, the shapes. So nice. But I think using um, yarn, it would, it couldn't be fuzzy yarn because that would get you know, all yucky with the glue or the paint or whatever. But to make an outline. Somebody even mentioned those, um, oh, what are they called? Not swizzle sticks. <laughs> Where my mind's at right now. Um, like a chopstick. Or... Yeah, they said something about putting wiki sticks down in the paint. Yeah, they're and, a wax cover the... pipe cleaners. Yeah, pipe cleaners. Anyway, they stuck them on the paper or canvas or whatever it was, and then they colored or painted on the inside, and then they took the wiki sticks off. And you still had your picture, but it didn't have the wiki sticks around it. But, I mean, there's all kinds of ways. You could leave them on there. You could take them off. You could mm-hmm. the pipe well, cleaners. The are all another. different colors as well. Uh-huh. This is Verlin. I was going to mention in our town we have a gentleman who's completely blind and he has painted huge paintings and sells them all over the world. Um, and I got to talk to him and feel his paintings. What he does to distinguish the colors is he'll, uh, and you talked a little bit about this, is stir in different ingredients, I'll call them, into the paint. So he's used mm-hmm. flour and um, sugar, maybe sand, uh, like you said, grits would give it a different texture. And while you were doing this, I was thinking, have you ever used anything with eggshell? Like, you know, you take the shell off of a hard boiled egg and I thought, well, you could use that, glue it down and then paint over it. You could, I've never really done it. Yeah, you could do it. Or what even dried, dried leaves, crush them up and then put them in your paint. Well, either that or I love to just put leaves down on a piece of paper and then paint over it with the Mod Podge or whatever you're going to, uh, you know, to protect it, especially in the fall when you've got really nice leaves. Yeah, or that would be pretty. Here in Florida, we don't, <laughs> we don't get too many nice leaves. 
<laughs> I've even sprayed oh. hairspray on things to keep them from deteriorating. Yeah, and that's a good adhesive, too. Thank you Something so much else. for your class. Oh, you're welcome. I would love to see some of his work. There's a man here in Pensacola, and he's colorblind. And he was doing a little show at one of our galleries one weekend, and he does colored pencils. And I said, well, how in the world do you, you know, there's so many colors of colored pencils. He says he labels them, but he also keeps them in a very specific order. Uh, and he never varies the order. And he had pictures of birds, and I forgot what all he had, but they were very detailed. And I thought, my word, it was I, it was really neat to see it. I have color pencils. You'd be able to do that. They come in a tin, and uh -huh. you could find out what the you know you could be told what the um, color sequence is, and then you would be able to label it um however you want to um and then you'd be able to keep them in that order um also because they're in that tin and they have little slots you put them in in that tin um yeah, yeah. that's and, what i have yeah and, those they, types. and then i just on the inside of the lid i just brailled in the order they were mm -hmm. so huh? so then i just go okay i want orange it's one two three four five six seven over and then i just count over and pick that one up well i guess that's kind of what he does because uh i i think all he could see was what is it colorblind people can see things see red and green or black and white or i'm not really sure but it depends on which one they have yeah there's a oh, few okay. different types of color blindness yeah and some oh, of them okay. can't see any color at all Oh, okay. Yeah, that's amazing to hear that. That's really cool. Uh, I knew somebody uh, when I was young, uh, I went to this camp and um, they brought a girl in to paint for us. She was total and she sat there and painted a picture right in front of us. Um, and back then my vision was a little better. I was right on the edge of legally blind so that I saw, uh, I would just say a lot better. And, uh, and I was amazed. I'm sitting there my my mouth hung open the whole time because I had never heard, even though I went to a blind school, the whole thing, we were taught art all the time. I'd never heard of somebody who was total that could paint a picture so professional. I, I couldn't understand how she did it. It just totally floored me. Had she ever been able to see before? No. Wow. Yeah, it just totally floored me. It was... I mean, it looked like a professional painting. It was amazing. And nobody was standing there beside her. Nothing, you know, to help her. She did right. it all her own. I was totally floored. I'm sitting there because I was one of the few people who could see because there were a few other kids like me who could see. And we were all sitting there. We're like, what? You know, we were just stunned. And we were telling those who couldn't see what was happening. And, uh, you know, everybody was floored. But especially those of us who could see. And, of course, the ones who couldn't, they were kind of floored, too. They, and that was some of the questions they asked later. Like, how did you do that? You know, just da-da-da. And, of course, she just said, you know, I was blessed that 
Heavenly Father helps me to um, paint the way that he wants me to paint. And I'm, you know, there you I was go. Like, yeah. Wow. It was a true, well, it was truly gifted. At least she didn't let that get in her way, you know. And uh, I, did I share y with y'all about my detached retina? Uh, anyway, uh, I'll just tell y'all real quick. I was born uh, in 1959 and I had toxoplasmosis. Um, and they didn't know much about it. And to make a long story short, I wound up going to National Institute of Health for six months when I was six months old. And I stayed there and they did research on, tox on me with toxoplasmosis. But last year, well, when I was eight, my right eye, uh, the retina detached. And at that time, they couldn't fix it. It was too far gone. So last year, a little over a year ago, um, I started losing my vision in my left eye. And I knew something was weird, so I went to the eye doctor, and she sent me to a retina specialist. And sure enough, he said, your retina's detached. And he said, we better get to it quick. So he got me into surgery, and it was repairable, but I had already made up my mind that if I lost my vision completely, I was still going to do some form of art because I prayed. I mean, I was really praying. I said, God, you, you gave me the love for art. You gave me the, the want to, to do it. And I love sharing it with people. And I said, you'll show me what to do if I lose all my vision. Well, that he was able to repair it. Uh, and I was very thankful, but I did. I had made up my mind. I was still going to carry on with my art anyway. So I appreciate all of y'all showing up today to do this. Yeah, I'm you did doing a great job. Well. And you gave me goosebumps when you were telling your story. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was well, really good. I mean, you did a great job. Hey, Kayla, yeah. did we have a time limit? Um, we had till uh, 3.30 uh, Eastern, so whatever okay. time we want to okay. use up until then, we can use, we can, okay. whenever. Okay, so. I didn't know, that's why I was asking. Okay, you're fine still. Yep. Well, I didn't know if people were still working on their stuff or what, or <coughs> maybe, if, maybe if somebody else wants to tell about how they got interested in crafts or art or whatever. So um, I took, and this is Kayla, I took an art class a couple of years ago, and the, um, it, was, it was a painting class, and the teacher was low vision, and she had us using credit cards that were cut like at an angle on the edge, like probably an inch cut off at an angle, uh -huh. and we right. put paint on our credit card and um, we had, I think it was a piece of, like a black piece of a um, pipe cleaner. We glued that on the center of our canvas. And then we took the credit card with different colors and we kind of angled it. We started next to the pipe cleaner and then we angled them upward and outward. And it formed, we, what we ended up making were butterflies. So with the way the credit card was cut, 
you just put your, you kind of just turned the credit card and then it would do the rest of the, the shaping for the wing essentially. So for the top wings that are a little bit larger, more of the credit card was cut off than for those, the lower wings that are a little bit shorter. So we had less of a pivot to make in a smaller wing. And so it turned out really good. And then the other painting we did was um, we just, and for both of these paintings, she just had us pick a color, a background color, and we just covered the, a, a solid color on for the butterfly. Um, the next painting we did, we did half blue at the top and I think green at the bottom, if I remember correctly. And then um, we took a piece of jute and we put that on our canvas. And then we took a stencil of a bird and we painted the bird onto, so it looked like it was sitting on the jute. And then she, we put the little tiny, like I was talking about earlier, the little tiny clothespins. After our paintings were done, we put the, the, the little miniature clothespins onto the jute onto it. So it looks like there's a bird sitting on a laundry line. So it turned so, out really oh, good. Yeah. So, um, oh. yeah, so we all ended up with the same picture, essentially, like same basic design, but everyone picked different colors and things like that to do their backgrounds and everything in. But, um, well, that's, that's what I say. Was, There's no right or wrong answer. I mean, look how many of us, if we could all be together and compare how different everybody's pictures would be. And I think that's what's so cool about it. Yeah, for sure. So that's about the extent of the painting I've done, but I enjoyed both those classes. So when you offered to do this, I was really excited. And I'm really excited. I enjoy, I enjoy stencils too. I don't yeah, know so how helpful helpful stencils would be but um for what i've done them with watercolor or colored pencils yeah i have like a bunch of cookie cutters so when you were talking about the air dry clay i was thinking that cookie cutters would be a good thing i bought like every time i go to goodwill i go through and buy a bunch of stuff <laughs> so I have like tons of cookie cutters and just all kinds of odds and ends but I think that would be cool to incorporate like the dry clay and cookie cutter different shapes out and stuff yeah so make uh, Christmas tree ornaments yes we do that with Salto my kids do that with Salto every almost every year as we um, make uh, Christmas ornaments and give them out yeah, they're fun. Well, I appreciate everybody showing up. Does anyone else have any more questions for Pat or? For comments or? I'd love to come back again sometime. Well, oh, I would love do. that. Thanks, that Pat. That would be awesome. <clears throat> Who was that? This is Tammy. I said thanks for doing this. This was fun. Oh, you are so welcome. I've looked forward to. I was sitting in church. I'm afraid my mind was kind of wandering, trying to figure out what I was going to do. <laughs>
Kayla, go ahead and sign her up again. <laughs> I will definitely. We yes, will please. Do It'll be next year, though, because we're booked for the rest of the year. Yeah, Pat, you want to come back in 2021? <laughs> sure do. And we're all going to be together in the same room. That's right. Yes. Well, here in Arizona for national. Oh. Well, okay. I <laughs> want to go to that so bad so my daughter and I probably could get together. Oh, that would be uh, really cool. Yes, it would. Well, okay, if y'all get a chance, uh, take a picture. If you can get somebody to take a picture of your uh, artwork, I'd love to see it on the Facebook. And um, yeah. So y'all meet y'all meet on Thursdays too, or? So right now we have um on the first and third Thursday is needle knitting, and on the okay. second and fourth Thursday is going to be it's loom knitting, and then when there is a fifth Thursday, we're just going to do a hangout where everyone who wants to just come in, work on projects and everything can get together for that time that we already have set aside. Um, oh, okay. Well, and what time yeah. on Thursdays? It is at 5 p.m. Eastern. At 5, okay. Yeah, um, and then we are <laughs> looking to add a crochet class in also, so that more info well, will come on that hopefully by the end of the week. Y'all gonna laugh at me because I'm still working on my first little hat for <laughs> loom knitting. Oh no, I'm glad you haven't given up though. Keep on it. No, no, I'm still working on it. So hopefully I'll finish it eventually. Well, it's hot out okay. now anyway. You don't need a hat yet. No, no. <laughs> I have a question. Awesome. All right. Huh? All right, I have a quick question. One last quick question since I'm so a beginner. Are there any books that, that I can read for a very, very beginner in this tactile art that would help me? Um, if you could go to the library, I don't know what Bard would have. Um, I've never really explored what they have in the way of art books. What this is called is called mixed media mm -hmm. because you're using paint, you're using other things along with it, paper and, and all that. Mm -hmm. um, you could also get books about acrylic painting mm -hmm. for the beginner, but I mm -hmm. don't know of any specific books right offhand uh, that would tell them, I mean, you know, I, don't, I, I can't think of the names of them, but mm -hmm. um, you could look up mixed media uh, art or either mixed media painting mm -hmm. and maybe find something that way. Okay, great. Pat, I enjoyed it. Um, I did not get, where do you yeah, live? I'm in, I'm in Maryland. Um, I did receive my canvas boards in the mail, but the paints were not in stock, so I'm, I'm recording this so I can use it later and hopefully oh, okay. I can get my stuff and, and listen to the recording and work along with it. But thank you. I've enjoyed well, listening. 
you also, like I say, you could check with your local library. Mm -hmm. Also, if there's any place there that teaches art, we have mm -hmm. like a city art center here. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure they, they'd be glad to give you some kind of references if you have, or even an art museum. Mm -hmm. uh, any place like that that deals with art stuff could probably, you know, help you find what you're looking for. Or okay. an art store. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Sometimes Hobby Lobby and Michaels have good books, too. Great, thank you.